listening to the Oz TV podcast only on the Oz network. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Oz network for another episode of Lost. Uh, it's been another year since we recorded an episode. Uh, every man for himself is gone from my memory. Uh, but hopefully for you you only waited one week or if you're listening to this in the future then you're well on your way to binge listening to all of the episodes up until like season four when we when we quit and got sick of it or something. Um, but we're back for season three, episode five, Cost of Living, where we're making our way through season five and you know what? A season three. <laughs> wow. It's <laughs> gone by very quickly. We skipped like yada 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 through some of the stuff. <laughs> uh, season three, you know, it's got some good stuff, but we're we're through a bit of a bump in the road at the moment. Uh, we're we're working our way through though. Um, and um, my name is Noah, and I ask for no forgiveness for I've not sinned. And my name is Ben, and well, I'm suddenly feeling very stupid. <laughs> suddenly, yeah. Um, so yeah, this is season three, episode five. We're nearly through that stretch of six. And then episode seven is quite a doozy. Episode eight is one of the best episodes ever. Then episode nine is the tattoos. So <laughs> we, ups, ups and downs are coming. Uh, but this is The Cost of Living, aired on November 1st, 2006. Um, written by the Alison Shapka oh. and the Monica Sue Breen. And directed by Jack Bender. And this is the one, or the third, the last Mr. Echo flashback. <laughs> the second time he's appeared in this season, I think. <laughs> I don't know about the first time counts. And I'm not sure if he appears in this episode either. Um, but yeah, I, I, I still have memories of this being such a WTF episode, even when it aired. Uh, and we can get into more of the reasonings. But yeah, this is the end of Mr. Echo. Um Definitely some good stuff in this episode compared to the past two or three, but some of the stuff just falls flat majorly. I was so sad when this episode was on because I'm like, no, he's not really dead. And I don't think I believed it because, I mean, again, Lost is a show where sometimes you don't necessarily believe that they're dead. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I love Mr. Echo, and I think we've added a whole level of fandom to him since, you know, hello, may I borrow a saw? <laughs> like, um, just... Oh, he's so good, and but just he just didn't show up this season. <laughs> like, you know, poor old Boone's being dragged out kicking and screaming. He basically gets to the, you know, old Triple A gets to the end of season two and is all like, okay, I've been blown up. Time to go now. And they're like, no, no, you contracted for three more episodes. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'll just sleep for all three of them. <laughs> That's basically what he does. Like... Honestly, like, I'm no actor, but come on. The acting ability needed for Mr. Echo in this season, really not much. (laughs) You could absolutely tell that he's phoning it in and he's ready to go home. Um, It's just such a shame because a lot of fans or non-fans complain, eh, Lost just made it all up as they went along. They had no plan. But sometimes it wasn't their fault and they had major plans for Mr. Echo you can tell in season two they're setting him up as a huge character um, and basically Mr. Echo or Adewale AAA just 
didn't like Hawaii, didn't like living away from his family. So after one season, he went out, which really put a, a nail in the coffin for the whole Tately plot line. Like, Anna Lucia, her story was done. Libby, it was a shock. But we have Mr. Echo, of course, going into season three. I think most people assumed he was sticking around for quite a while. He was made up to be so important and was a huge fan favorite when he was introduced compared to the other two characters that died. Um, but, yeah, he wanted to leave, and they honored that. Had to rush him out of the show. They couldn't really do much. How else were they going to really kill him off? So they had to rush, had a smoke monster thing. Adewale said goodbye, left Hawaii, never to be seen again. Um, they did want him back for the Flash Sideways in Season 6, but I think he wanted a lot of money or something to do it, and they weren't that that phased by having him in the show. So, yeah, for the fans or the non-fans who complained they made it up as they went along, sometimes it purely was not their fault and stuff like this happens and he wants to leave and it's hard not to be a little upset about it because he was such a big character and obviously his personal life, it's his choice, but I do feel like he let down the show a little bit and it kind of ruined the whole Taylor plotline and the plans they had for him. Did he ever um, but chat about same, it afterwards? Oh yeah. Like, did he ever do... Because, like, I mean, I've seen him, obviously. I don't think he's really talked about Lost. Yeah. After, no. Well, I mean, even you look at his I IMDb, best known for, Lost. Even more so than, like, <laughs> Suicide Squad and kind of other things he's been in. So, um, I don't mean he went on to semi-success after Lost. It's not like, you know, he kind of just pulled out and did nothing afterwards and he's still going around but um yeah like it's just it's just odd and i mean he would be someone who would be fantastic to get on the show and even if it wasn't us like some other show that would track him down and just like talk to him like hey dude lost come on spill like what happened because i feel most of these other actors who were on the show still talk about it even if they've kind of moved on even you know evangeline lily still talks about this show and Maybe not in the most positive light recently, but, um, you know, there's... Yeah, I, I just it's just odd. I, I would love to hear from him to see why and get a bit more context of what happened. Yeah, it's pure speculation, but I imagine the circumstances of him leaving was quite bitter, especially from these writers who have this fan-favourite character who we everyone loves, and his backstory is so intriguing and everything on the island was so intriguing. Clearly, there was so much more to him, and... Having just killed the Tailies off, like, what, seven episodes ago or something at this point, if you binge-watched it, it's just, it really puts, a, like, a, a bad spot on the kind of this period of Lost and kind of throws all the Tailies stuff under the bus. Um, at the same time, though, having seen where Lost went, it's hard to imagine Mr. Echo in the series. Mm. Like, it's hard to imagine him in flash-forwards or, like, with the boat later or time traveling and all that. So who knows what the show would have been. And it's just a case of the writers having to improvise and it just makes it look messy. I kind of, yeah, I think kind of in hindsight though, like you make a good point, like how would he fit into the grand scheme of lost? And I mean, it's kind of, even if you think about whenever Libby and Annalisa make an appearance in the future, like it's kind of, it's done in the right way, I think. And there's what that one scene is it season six when like uh, Hurley's playing chess with Mr. Echo and it's like an invisible chair and you don't actually see it. Oh, yeah. I guess he does appear in. Lost yeah, time. but like it's kind of they're really yeah. What more could have you done with him? So I don't know. Rip Mr. Echo. We haven't even got to your death yet. But I mean, again, he's not in this episode, is he? So like, uh... 
actually Damon Lindelof spoke in 2018 actually and talked a bit about um, Desmond and oh, sorry Echo and he said that a lot of kind of plot and story they had for Echo kind of got dispersed over Ben and Desmond who became new big fan favorite characters hmm. who knows what that actually means but maybe Echo was going to have more of what uh, Desmond ended up doing in the show but yeah, I mean, even, like, Libby I could have seen in Season 3 of Lost, being on the beach with Claire and all that, but, yeah, it's hard in hindsight to imagine what would have what the show would have looked like. I imagine very differently to what we got. I'm going to say Maybe this less now, sci-fi. before I forget, like, where we were robbed of the perfect ending for Mr. Echo, his final word should have been, goodbye, John. And, like, that should, <laughs> that should have been it. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you can hear Damon Lindelof speak a little bit about it and how they had to improvise because Adewale wanted off the show. Um, but yeah, it would have been nice to see him in season six again. Uh, speaking of Damon Lindelof, this year, 2019, his Watchmen TV series will come out. So I'm very excited for that. See how that goes. Um, or is it going to be a superhero show? Watch people. <laughs> Um, I'm excited for a superhero show by the creator of Lost, so that would be cool. Um, okay, so let's get into the episode. Uh, so I guess we start with the final Echo flashback. Um, and it starts with the young Echo and Yemi. They, they had to even get the young actors in, because Adewale wouldn't... Triple A wouldn't be in the show for... He was really only... Honouring the minimum <laughs> required here. Uh, but young Echo still spewed for Yemo, Yem, Yemo. <laughs> Yemi gets in trouble by the Nan. So Echo has to confess. Uh, then we cut forward to the end of his first flashback, which was just great, his first flashback, uh, with the military guys taking Echo back. So he's in Yemi's church, um, and a lady walks out with a boy and says... He says that Father Yemi is gone, which we know where he's gone. And we meet Amina and Daniel, who's the altar boy. Who This character is dumb. <laughs> Daniel, the altar boy. Um, he like, he does less than Echo, or maybe more than Echo. But, <laughs> uh, Echo says he's taking Yemi's place in the church. And then we learn that Yemi was going to go to London at the end of the week. Echo's like, oh, free trip to London. <laughs> Echo's going to go instead, which I imagine probably would have been the next Echo flashback had, had we had another one. What was he doing in London? Um, then we have Echo washing his hands in the holy water and then Daniel telling him off, you can't do that. And uh, I'm washing away my sins. This character of Daniel, the little boy, is played by Jermaine Scooter Smith. Oh, yep. Uh, let's see... He's playing the role of young Donnie in the movie Gardens of the Night. Oh, not well. IMDb profile. And Daniel, let's see about theories and trivia. No theories, no trivia for Daniel. I just want to um, point out the, the priest woman, you know, you must confess. That's um, Aisha Hines, who um, is in 911, who's a new Ryan Murphy show, kind of Ryan Murphy's version of Third Watch, I like to call it. Um, and she's one of the main people in that. And as soon as I saw it, I'm like, hey, I recognize her. And yeah, she she's a good actress. I like her. Just random little thing. 
What did you say her name was? Aisha Hines. Aisha Hines. Uh, it says here, played by Muna Aturo. Oh. Oh, no, I'm talking about the, the nun when they're little kids, not the... Oh! Not not the, the mother of the... Or the no, 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 the di- different nun. <laughs> ben. Uh, well, Amina, Daniel's mother, theories, she represents Echo's true inner being. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Her name is Amina, spelt... Back, her name is Anima, spelled backwards. In Jungian psychology, the Anima is an individual's true inner self and the feminine side of the male unconscious. <laughs> did you recognize? She was the African woman in appeared in the Black Smoke last season. Did you recognize um, the 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 gang lord boss guy? What is his name? Amika or Amika? Um, through uh, being in Twenty Four, I didn't. I don't know. I don't remember too many 24. He was um, in when they did that. Um, oh, I remember when it was like the, uh, what do you call it? The writer strike. And they did that like TV movie of 24. He was like the big bad colonel dude and then came into season seven. Um, so that's where I know him from. Basically plays, he's, he's he just basically good. plays the same in every single thing. He's some sort of like <laughs> gang member from Africa who like leads some sort of bad juju village guy. <laughs> like, typecast. Uh, I'm not even going to attempt to say that, the actor's name, but uh, he's a good actor. Uh, uh, speaking of them, the gangsters arrive at the village... And we learn that the village is giving the Red Cross vaccinations to the gangsters for protection. And then Echo, badass Echo, some of the only good Echo we get in the episode. I'm not afraid of you. Uh, but he's so monotone in this episode. And then one of the gangsters kills a villager. Um, pretty full on. Uh, and we have Amina warning Echo not to cross the gangsters over the vaccines. Uh, but then we have Echo getting in this taxi, and he's, I love Echo's get-up here. Like he's wearing some funky outfit here that's awesome. Uh, like it's Echo in his casual street clothes, um, <laughs> and, he, and he goes to visit another guy and says he's going to sell the vaccines to them, uh, which obviously spreads word to the other gangsters. Mecca. Uh, let's see if there's anything for Mecca here. Well, I, while you're looking that up, I have found. The woman that gets shot dead, uh, a.k.a. blind woman. Uh, oh, <laughs> no theories for her, but she's got, her, she own, see it coming. She's got her, <laughs> she's got her own page on Lostpedia. The blind woman was trying to sell the Virgin, Mat- Virgin Mary statues in front of Yemi's church. She was shot by a Mecca and died. See also, Nigerian woman who sold similar statues. She was played by Alicia Young. Uh, so... Oh, here we go for uh, a Mecca trivia. Maybe we talked about this last season, but I forgot. A Mecca was the original name for AAA's character before he was renamed Echo. No, oh. yes, that's kind of cool. Uh, manner of death: slaughtered by Echo. <laughs> <laughs> Origin: Nigeria profession: warlord. <laughs> I'll oh, bet it on your CV. Warlord, nineteen ninety-seven to two thousand. <laughs> Killed <laughs> multiple people in an accurate and proper manner, capable of uh, holding numerous gang members and managing Dealing Red Cross vaccination, stolen goods, capable of killing three people per minute. Uh, <laughs> skills. 
Murder. Uh, but we have the gangsters getting word, so Amaka shows up. Uh, this is a great scene. This flashback's just... It, it's not the worst flashback. Like, it's much better than some of the ones we've had this season if, if AAA wasn't phoning it in so much. But the gangsters arrive at the church, and I love this one. The gangsters, they're not going to kill him because he's a, a priest, but they're going to cut off his hands. <laughs> and then this is the echo we know and love when he just takes them on. You don't know who I am. Just absolutely machetes all of them to death in the church, which is pretty badass, which makes me wish we got more uh, Echo as the kind of drug lord in Nigeria flashbacks that we could have potentially had in the future. Because this is just an epic scene. I want to see more of this. Uh, so macheting them all to death. He's the new warlord. Uh, move over a mecca. Uh, and then when he exits the church, this is a great, moment a great shot where everyone's just looking at him and he drops the machete he's just got blood everywhere like such a badass scene this is the echo we love right yeah and like this is i think what makes him such a great character is that you know like kind of with everything that he's gone through he's become a priest but even as a priest he's still just macheting people to death <laughs> like you know i mean what name a show or a movie where you've got a priest who's just murdering people like this um <laughs> yeah, i realize he's not properly a priest but he's trying to like repent and you know do all this sort of stuff but um yeah like coming soon the priest starring triple a hello oh that would be great i have come to make um... you your confession <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see that movie. Um, but, I mean, Amina is probably right. Those men will just be replaced. Like, right now in that village in 2019, like, the same thing is probably happening right now. Yeah. Um, Hello, all our Nigerian we... listeners. I hope you're uh, having a good day. Yeah. <laughs> let, let us know how accurate the filming was with this location, like Nigeria, oh, Niagara Falls, Nigeria Falls. Um <laughs> Like we we need to go to Nigeria and say, oh, that's not accurate. This road, yeah, that taxi doesn't look right. Oh. Which again, though, like props to the filmmaker. Like I mean, yeah, we're not being that anal, but again, like all oh, this is filmed this in is Hawaii, tiny. and it looks you believe this is like an African village. Um, I'm more impressed. I was noticing in this flashback he doesn't have a beard, and on the island he has a beard. So I feel like they do a pretty good job with that kind of stuff with flashbacks because obviously they probably film it simultaneously so uh, props to them makeup artists uh, but later we see Echoes leaving to London and Daniel wants to know if he is a bad man are you a bad man? <laughs> yes um, shut up or I'm a which I love the storytelling later like a young boy once asked me am I a bad man? Uh, um, the vaccines have arrived but the church is being bought up, boarded up it is no longer in use um, it is no longer sacred, Amina says, uh, and she wants Echo to be judged, and she says that Echo owes Yemi a church. Dun, dun, dun. There's the answer to that burning question of why was Echo building a church? Um, is that one of our questions? I don't think we had that as a question. But I, I, I'm, I'm poking fun, but it's kind of cool they connected his final flashback with like a lot of what he was doing last season, building the church, which... Had he stayed in the show, it may have been completed, but I guess that's kind of cool that he's building it for Yemi because he's ruined Yemi's church. Um, all in all, I'm going to say it's much better than the drug storyline with Locke. Um, 
and it's probably better than the prison thing. And Son of Jin's was eh this season, and Jack's was eh this season. So it's not as good as some of uh, Echo's other flashbacks, especially because he's really phoning it in. But uh, it's it's not too bad. Like, I like these Nigeria ones with the the priest. I feel like we lose a lot of the impact though of the flashback when kind of as echo is dying we just literally get a flashback of all the flashbacks that we've had um, like <laughs> couldn't they film something a little bit newer than that or something but yeah i mean badass echo is awesome uh i always enjoy echo flashbacks and i kind of like the way this picks up kind of just after the whole plane yeah, immediately yeah like and that's great to watch when you're watching it um as chronologically lost um and we we did find out why he was in australia didn't we i forget well, he was just traveling around the world. Uh, not really. We probably would have found out more had he stayed in the show. Mm, but yeah, like, you know, other than that, it, it badass Echo as a priest murdering people. I mean, that just speaks for itself, <laughs> I think. That saves the, the flashback. But I still find Daniel weirdly annoying. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, he's just a little um, shit altar boy. But like, based on their, you know, like, we can no longer use this church because it is not long, no longer sacred. Like, every single time, like, you know, a child is abused in a church, so they just burn that down as well? Like, is that how it works? Well, they probably should, but no. Um, so, I think, once again, like, last week, we can break it up, because the storylines are so separate. Um, so, maybe we'll go with the Hydra Island first, because that's, this time, shorter. Um, so, we have... We start with Jack back in his cell and God, our hero working out in the cell. Like, oh, Jack. Doing press up. Like, oh, show us some more, Jack. Get those he's arms just ready waiting to hit for Juliet bus drivers. To mm. Like, he sits there and waits to hear a door and he's like, oh, Juliet's coming. Starts <laughs> doing pull, pull up. Oh, it's Ben. Keeps Jack going. Is oh, just... Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Ben comes in with a white robe and he wants Jack to come for a walk um, and Jack asks if Ben's neck hurts because he knows about the tumour and then Ben, I don't know what you're talking about huh? I love that line Nothing. he says though when he's like, um, you know, come for a walk and he's like, oh, you're not just going to like hit me over the head and drag me if I say no and then Ben's just like, well don't say no <laughs> like I love that line <laughs> Ben Linus is the ultimate villain um but Jack does put on the robe, looking pretty fly there, our hero. Um, <laughs> That's what he's wearing right now on the couch, <laughs> just wearing a <laughs> Waiting for a call. You think he just sits around his house all day just watching reruns of Lost, and then he like Lost. rings up Evangeline Lily, we have to go back, Evangeline! We have to go back! Right. Matthew, stop calling me. <laughs> We've got to do another reboot! Netflix wanted. We have to go back. God, Matthew, I've got this Marvel thing going on. Leave me alone, <laughs> Matthew. I'm the fucking wasp. <laughs> rings up, rings up, Michael Emerson. Oh, I'm just Mozart in the jungle. Leave me alone, Matthew. R- ringing up everyone like Josh Holloway. No, no, I've got Mission Impossible Seven. <laughs> uh, rings up Emily DeRappin. Oh yeah, I'm on board. Let's make a petition. Go fund me. Ian Summerholder's calling him. Like, yeah, Matthew. I heard heard you were looking. No, for no, Diana. you heard wrong, Ian. Uh, <laughs> we have to go back, yeah. Damon. We have to go back. 
like it's like when the psychic calls Claire in the middle of the night. <laughs> you must raise the baby. Oh God, Demon, Matthew, go away. We have to go back. <laughs> Blocking his number. Um, but yeah, he's in the robe, and isn't it just poetic that in this episode where we lose a main character? Colleen Pickett gets a whole funeral scene. Um, that's just poetic. But uh, they're walking at the beach at night and everyone's in robes. Uh, and it's Colleen's funeral. They've got music playing on the speaker and Colleen's burnt and sent out to sea, which I quite like this scene. And it doesn't tell us a lot about the others, but it kind of adds to that culty kind of vibe that they've got their own traditions. And I wish we saw more of this stuff, but... I like the whole robe and sending her out see and the music and like all this and Juliet's there. So ironically, it's probably the better death moment of this episode. <laughs> I think it adds a bit to the whole other's mythology. Yes. Um, <laughs> sorry. I'm just in shock that Colleen's dead. I can't believe not Colleen. <laughs> we didn't know her at all. <laughs> um, so then later we have Juliet bringing in lunch, oh, a cheeseburger. So uh, it does look good. Um, and a bit of mild flirting with the cheeseburger. <laughs> if I was flirting Juliet, Juliet, you'd know about it. <laughs> uh, and then Ben walks in, breaks that up, and he wants to speak to Jack alone. And then I love Jack. Like, I don't mind her being here. What, what are you talking about, Jack? Like, Jack is totally booty blinded here. Um, Jack likes being watched. <laughs> but Ben admits that they were trying to break him so that he would feel like he was choosing to help Ben, which is a good tactic. And then I like this moment where it says, "Is it do not do you not find it a coincidence that Juliet resembles your ex-wife Sarah?" Which kind of plays into episode one of this season. So I like this other's manipulative techniques here, uh, and that. He says that they were using Juliet to get into Jack. And I want you to want to save my life. Uh, asking if he believes in God and says, two days after I found out I had a tumor on my spine, a spinal surgeon fell out of the sky. If that's not proof of God, I don't know what is. Which probably leads to more of Ben's blind belief in Jacob, which we'll see being tested uh, much later in the show probably thinking that Jacob sent Jack for Ben. Um, so he wants Jack's help because Ben has a spinal tumour, uh, which, in hindsight, he was getting bashed around in that <laughs> cell uh, when he was in the when he was in the the hatch and he had cancer that whole time, so yeah. bloody hell. Go back to, Ben's a trooper. just go back and do all those season two, like, oh, God, Saeed, you're such a sick man bashing up someone with cancer. <laughs> Uh, uh, so then later at the end of this Juliet comes in, puts on a movie I don't want to watch a movie Jesus. I don't like movies Put my cartoons back on <laughs> I like the cartoons <laughs> And she said I'll just put it on without the sound I don't want to watch a movie uh, But really it's Juliet's home movie Not that kind um, And she's got some sort of Bob Dylan thing going on here <laughs> basically saying not to listen to anything she says and that she wants Jack to botch the surgery and kill Ben. Which, dun-dun-dun! And at this point, we still don't know if we can trust Juliet, whether or not this is mind games, because we were just admitted that Juliet was being used to get to Jack. Um, 
but it's again even though we're spinning around in circles with these cage episodes and stuff i feel like they they really know how to end the episodes if anything mm. like with the the mountain and uh with jack and the tv and the red socks and then this with the cards and juliet on the telly um so it's quite a good kind of end to this section of the island i think well that's what i really like about juliet's character and i also um again in the chronological loss it's kind of it's just always that 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 way you just don't know if you can trust her or not because even when you think like purely you can trust her then there's something will happen where it's like okay you can't trust her and then just like there's just so much of this back and forth with it that um you just you never truly know and elizabeth mitchell does such a great job at kind of never giving away too much about this character and I just, I, I think on my Chronological Lost rewatch, I, I appreciate Juliet even more. I, I really do like the Juliet character. And, yeah, it's just this bit with the, the cards, it's like, because if you think about it, like, he's, she's kind of telling the truth. Like, I mean, like, it would be so easy for them to just kind of kill him. Um, and then the, the thing also that I, I always have to think about this scene, they're like, how did she film this? Like, is she not being watched herself? <laughs> like, where does she hide the cards afterwards? And does she do multiple Does she takes? have a tripod? Yeah, does she have a tripod? Just go, oh, shit, no, 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 that's not believable enough. I smiled in that scene. No, no, do it again. Um, so, yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's great because it's kind of just the way um, you're it's watching A little creepy. This. I mean, I, I think, is that more entertaining than To Kill a Mockingbird? I've actually never seen it, so... It's more entertaining than... <laughs> The first six episodes of this. <laughs> I want, I want, I want um, them to release that on like DVD. The the Juliet <laughs> card. T- and we'll just do an episode on that. Um, yeah, I'm not a big Juliet fan. I've spoken about that. I'll spoke, speak more about it. But she is a good character that they introduce. She's an interesting, dynamic character. She just annoys me. But... Um, she she has some really good stuff going on here, and her flashback is coming in two episodes. And even after she gets a flashback, we we still don't really know if we can trust her or not. Um, so hers is coming in two episodes, and that will be the first actually good episode of the, the season. Except for maybe the premiere was okay, but I'm just looking um, at you. There's a there's an article on Lostpedia for Juliet's tape. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Any theories? Uh, no. She recorded. But apparently, living. apparently, it is a uh, in the menu of the third disc of the season three DVD. The video is shown in full as an Easter egg. Juliet had two extra cards after number ten. The first said, "I promise," and the second said, "By the way, your ex-wife is much prettier than me." Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> apparently what? so. Oh, Juliet having some self-esteem issues there. Yeah. I I love that just in the middle of the cards she puts in like like a little like a suggestive photo of her or something. Oh, that shouldn't be there. By the way, what do you think of my lingerie? <laughs> yeah, like just in the middle of the cards, Jack's like, what? <laughs> um. Yeah, so that's quite good, I think, and it adds to the mystery of this Juliet character. Uh, but let's jump over to the main island and let's see if there's anything from AAA in this episode or not. Um, so basically he wakes up, the eye on him as we're used to, and we see Saeed is back. We didn't get to see any of 
the trap, the journey back, and we still don't get to, get to see Sun and June. Yeah, I was wondering about that actually because uh-huh. I'm thinking, like, do we see them return? Like, um, you know, like we had. Yeah, well, little... I had false memories that we did, but yeah. I guess we don't. Because there's usually a scene, isn't there, of everybody being so happy that people are back? Like, remember when Michael <laughs> returned? <laughs> Michael's back. <laughs> like, so he's like and, um, and Jin <laughs> shop. Oh, they're just back. <laughs> uh, but he's in the tent. Don't they don't they put in like a throwaway line or something like "Good to see you back"? Or they they put something in there. Um, but they're looking on Echo, who's still asleep from last time he was in the show. <laughs> Again, not acting. <laughs> he's not been awake. He's not been awake. <laughs> he had actual <laughs> dialogue and acting in this, but that's all I could get out of Triple A. <laughs> no, I will sleep. <laughs> he was supposed to talk to Saeed in this scene. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's like, I will get a paycheck regardless. I am out of here. I'm on loss. I'll still get nominated for an Emmy. (laughs) Um, Yeah, he's not been awake since the season two finale. (laughs) (laughs) He's asleep, and they're looking on him with Charlie and Hurley. Charlie. Really, I love Hurley, and I don't love Charlie, but these guys on the beach have even less to do than the people in the cages. Like... There's just been nothing going on for, like, Charlie and Claire and Hurley and all these people. Well, there's literally in this episode uh, a fact that in this story they've got to make a, t- a character go to the toilet when Paolo's checking the <laughs> toilet. That's how much these side characters have to do in this episode. Uh, Paolo, <laughs> uh, use a toilet. <laughs> they've just been playing, like, Mad Libs and they just pull things out of the hat. Uh, but that toilet thing will actually play into uh, Nicky and Paolo's episode. So you joke about that. But I was that will actually like diamonds or something, isn't he? Yeah. Um, but at the time they wrote it, I don't actually think they had that in mind. Um, and then Echo's dreaming and they just have to show clips from the 23rd Psalm. <laughs> so they're really stretching it out here. They're just, it's like a, Echo's final episode is just a clip show <laughs> of all the best Echo moments in the show. Um, and then Yemi wakes, Yemi is on the island and he wakes Echo up and he says, it's time to confess. It's time to be judged. And then I don't really get what happens here, but Echo's tent is on fire. <laughs> And then, like, and how dumb! I know I'm sorry. Sorry, uh, Hurley. That is so dumb because they literally walk past and go, "Do you smell something burning? This tent is like fully ablaze. Like, how do they not see that <laughs> out of the corner of their eye?" <laughs> and uh, his whole tent is on fire, which I still don't know exactly how it happened. And then Echo, my brother, and then oh no, Echo's missing. <laughs> He was just asleep a minute ago. Um, and on fire, and then he's, like, running through the jungle. <laughs> what? And then poor Gummy Joe's in the show. He's just got Echo back after he almost got killed by a polar bear. Uh, but Locke's talking about how he knows how to find Jack. Uh, Desmond's mentioning the other computer. Uh, that might help from the Pearl. Uh, so they chase... They're going to chase after Echo um, as well as go to the Pearl because they're kind of going to the same place, which is a uh, – what, what did he say later? Do not mistake coincidence for fate. Um, and then we have Echo, no dialogue, just walking through the jungle and the smoke monsters in the background. Uh, and then Yemi – or Echo sees the drug smugglers and Daniel, so they're just putting everyone here. And um, What have I written here? Shh, go fish. Oh, they're um... oh, that's that's what it sounded like when they went shh, go fish. 
Um, oh, I thought they were playing fish. Oh, no, I'm thinking of something else. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since I watched And then Locke uh, tells them that they're going to go to the Pearl and offers an invitation. But Jack doesn't normally. <laughs> I'm not Jack. Big mistake on Locke's behalf because then Nikki volunteers. So <laughs> he should have acted like Jack. Uh, Nikki volunteers and Paolo doesn't want to go. He's like, and then she says, you always whine about not being included. Now's our chance. God, Nikki is the worst character. But these two we'll talk about more in their episode because there's no point in really talking about them before because they don't do anything before. <laughs> but uh, it's just so difficult because the fans, the dumb fans were complaining, oh, we never get to see the background characters. And then... The producers gave them some of the background characters, and then suddenly, why are we seeing these random people? <laughs> this is no pleasing anyone, really. Um, but they're going to go along. Yippee. Um, and two birds, one stone. They're going to go after Echo and the computer. Um, so they're going after. Locke catches up to Echo. Still no dialogue from Echo. Echo not stopping, but Locke knows where he's going. Uh, but then Echo, with his Jesus sticks, <laughs> fighting off against old Gummy Joe, uh, because Gummy Joe mentioned Yemi's name. <laughs> Bloody hell. Uh, they arrive at the plane and the Pearl. Uh, everyone else has gone inside, but Locke stays with Echo and wants to know what Echo saw. Locke said he saw a very bright light and that it was beautiful. That is not what I saw. <laughs> and my brother's gone, and Yemi's not in the, the plane. So, please stop me if there's anything of note. But Echo doesn't want to go into the Pearl. Uh, and then Locke finds his necklace, gives it to him. Into the Pearl, Nikki, oh, sorry, points out that the Pearl might be watching other stations. And then the, you mentioned this, and I hate this. Like, suddenly I feel very stupid. Like, oh, do we have to have Nikki as, like, the new smart character on the show who's, like, showing up Locke and Saeed? Uh... I know I love Saeed, who can just do anything. He's like, well, let me see if I can patch a feed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oops, sorry. I just got a rescue feed. We don't need that. (laughs) What was it like in season one? Anyone who watches TV knows how to (laughs) manipulate a fuse or whatever. (laughs) These characters are highly skilled on this show. Um, And you mentioned that Paolo comes out of the toilet. Well, toilet's working, which we'll see. I love Rodrigo Santoro. He's great. He's great in Westworld, but yeah, Paolo, not much going on here. Uh, then they do patch a feed in, and we get, uh, no pun intended, a little clip of Patchy, which is I still remember first time watching just seeing this this show is so weird. Mm. Like this is so mysterious and weird and scary. Like who is this guy? And we will get to meet him. He's a great character. I like him. Yeah, he's great. So first first appearance of Patchy, uh, and it's just it's so ominous with him looking up at the camera, and then Locke. I guess he'll be expecting us, which is a great line, also, and he will be because Locke, Saeed, and Kate later show up at his house. Um, and then nearing the end of the episode, probably the best parts of the episode, the only parts that Adewale actually acts in the episode. Uh, he sees Yemi, follows him through the jungle. And they come face to face, Echo and Yemi. This scene is just amazing. This scene saves the episode, I think. Are you ready, Echo? Yes. 
uh, and then I ask for no forgiveness, Father, for I have not seen. Mm. I've only done what I needed to do to survive, which this is pure, like, great Echo that we love. And Echo is not sorry for killing anyone to save Yemi. And I, I love that this is the conclusion. His, his ending is rushed, but it's fitting that in the end he doesn't repent for his sins, but he comes to terms with the fact that he's not chosen what's been given to him and he's only done what he's needed to do to get through and that he shouldn't apologize for that. And then, oh my God, this is this is haunting. You speak to me as if I were your brother. And then the only piece of good acting from Triple H this whole episode is his face when he's shocked when Yemi says that. And then, who are you? And Yemi walks away and the smoke monster comes out. And I think this is the first kind of confirmation that the smoke monster can take on dead bodies Uh Obviously, maybe we had some theories about it in the past, but this is the first time explicitly we know that Smoke Monster can manifest itself. Um, which I love this stuff between the man in black and Echo here. And then Smokey comes out and just absolutely annihilates Echo. Uh, looks very dated nowadays, but uh, at the time I guess it looked fine. Thrusts him around. Um, it's a bit tricky because later... I love the ending and I love that uh, it puts a kind of... Con a rushed conclusion, mind you, but a conclusion to Echo's story that he doesn't repent. But it doesn't really fit in with the later canon of the show that the man in black cannot kill the candidates. Um, which then I guess you can argue that Echo was no longer a candidate, but that gets very messy. Like, this... If you notice, the Man in Black or the Smoke Buster never kills any of the other main characters, and it just makes it very messy with kind of lost mythology and legacy. I was going to say, like, yeah, I like just... how they keep it in... Because don't we get a mention? Doesn't the Man in Black mention why he killed? Because he killed him because he didn't believe anymore or something like that? Isn't that mentioned at some point? No. No? I think the only real other mention is when uh, Hurley says, Checkmate, Mr. Echo. Hmm. I thought there was some other mention. Anyway, but yeah, no, I, I didn't think about that. That's interesting, actually. But um, if, like, others are no longer candidates, then weren't there other people that he could have killed or something like that? I can't remember. Yeah, basically, the man in black, for whatever reason, cannot kill candidates. But I don't know at what point Echo doesn't become a candidate then or why he was never a candidate, because I think his name is on the wall, maybe. Uh, so it's a bit messy, but I, it's hard to blame the writers because what else... If you had to only have one episode with an actor who's barely going to act in the episode, how else are you going to like kill the character off in a in a somewhat memorable way at least, other than the smoke monster? There's nothing else they really could have done at this point, so it doesn't really fit later. But I guess you can't really blame them because they they were in a real sticky situation. So yeah, it doesn't really fit. The death is cool when he gets thrust around but I think it will go down as one of the worst main character deaths in the history of the show because this show really knows how to do memorable character deaths yeah it just and like going back to what I was saying before about the fact that it's just it's it just kind of feels so rushed and then like I always feel like it's a bigger deal but then that's it and like again I remember watching this for the first time going oh well you know we're going to get something more with him and then just like this is legitimately it thanks Mr. Echo um, <laughs> and yeah like it's just because he's just so bland in this episode, except for, like, one scene. So it's just, yeah, it's just, it's odd. 
but um, I guess we've got to eulogise the poor man, don't we? Yeah, well, we're nearly finished the episode, so... Um, but uh, just on that scene, though, like, with the man in black, Yemi, and you speak to me as if I were your brother, and he's shocked-faced. you got to love that, right? Oh, absolutely. Like, um, oh, God. Because I think Great kind of scene. even just that moment, too, like, the acting and just, again, like... Going back to what you're saying about the theories about, like, well, does this clearly prove that, you know, they can become dead, you know, the smoke monster can become in dead bodies and stuff like that because, you know, it's like, wow, okay, what the hell does that mean? So, yeah, no, that that is a great scene, the one great scene that Mr. Echo is acting. I think it's fitting, as much as it's rushed, that he did get killed by the smoke monster as well because Mr. Echo was always... Clearly there was going to be a plot line with him and the smoke monster because he's the one... We see through his eyes the smoke monster for the first time in the show. Like when e- Echo saw the monster, that's when we first got to see the monster. Besides little kind of flashes, um, and he's one of the only people who's actually come face to face. And we saw the memories in the smoke monster with Echo, and we saw his past in there. So I think it is fitting, and that there was always going to be a plot line regarding Yemi and the smoke monster. So I guess you can defend it in that way, but. It does look a bit dumb nowadays, doesn't it? I, yeah. I hope one day we get like a special edition of Lost where they can update some of the. Well, it's no polar bear, TV. but it's still, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which he also came face to face with last last time, so they're just like, let's put all the shit graphics on AAA. <laughs> That's how we're going to get back at him. <laughs> um, but the Pell team, they hear the and they run to his rescue, but too late. And then the most kind of rush, God, Colleen had a better death. Echo says to him, you're next. And Echo dies and they, he sees an image of him and Yemi as children, which again, like, maybe they could have done something different. But it's kind of the one kind of thing that adds to his death, I guess. And then what did he say, John? And then, <laughs> oh, Gummy Joe always, always want to mix, mince words, mix up things. He, he said, we're next. <laughs> which, no, no, he didn't. He said, you're next. Um, which I, I, I find fascinating because you can debate what it means, but Locke will go on to be the smoke monster or his body will be used as the smoke monster. So I guess that's kind of cool in hindsight to watch that and say, see the line of Echo saying, you're next. And even though Locke's not killed by the smoke, the monster, the monster takes his body for a huge portion of his life. So um, I guess that's what we can infer from your next. Uh, so that's a cool connection, right? I honestly didn't think about that. But yes, no, that is a cool connection. Um, <laughs> but like, I, I feel kind of just like the way this is, ends dramatically, it... I don't know, like, it kind of loses some of it. It's like, it's like, okay, oh, you're like, dun, 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 because nothing really comes from that next week, does we it? probably didn't need that, no. Did no. We? Does, does Echo get a no. funeral? No, they, next week we'll see they just bury him there and then, <laughs> and no one barely mentions it. Well, usually bad stuff happens at funerals, remember? We don't have Saeed yeah, no, no. great speech. I didn't know Echo very well. <laughs> but I loved him. But he did come to the island. <laughs> And I did get and to I know did, him. And he did build a church. <laughs> and he did have a Jesus stick. Mr. Echo was and a priest. But then he was a priest. <laughs> um, yeah, Saeed's always there when people die. Oh, God. 
Um, yeah, it's a bit of a shame he doesn't have a funeral because then something big could have happened. A boat. Um. <laughs> but yes, I guess Saeed is also at Echo's funeral. So. Something about Saeed and funerals. Um, so yeah, they're going to... Like, Boone got a big funeral. Shannon, Libby, Anna Lucia, Steve, or was it Scott? Um, <laughs> Joanna. But then Echo next week gets buried here and there. Joanna. Um, I see that photo. <laughs> <laughs> so the host funny. Joanna. Dude. Host Joanna. <laughs> All right, well, it's a character we used to love. It's the one, the only... Mr. Echo, maybe <laughs> his last name is... that I used to know. Yeah, that's very fitting, because I have to say, maybe it's good that they did this, because it, it really softens the blow. Because at the time, I remember just thinking, like, what? <laughs> Why? What? Why did... Like, furious at the producers, which in hindsight, you can't be angry at them. You have to be furious at AAA, or maybe not. He wanted to live his life his way, so. But it was just like Anna Lucia Libby had literally just died, and poor Bernard is the one carrying the tailies at this point. I remember feeling so absolutely robbed at his TV's death. TV's Kimberly like, Joseph. Oh, that's true. She's she's going to be in until the final season. You're right. But I just I, I'm pretty sure if, if the people who quit the show, some of them quit probably before episode five, but I reckon a lot of them quit after this because it was just such a. Like, Echo was such a cock tease, and it's like, what? It's hard to not feel robbed. Is there a worse main character death? Maybe Saeed? <laughs> Saeed's is pretty bad, but because it's connected to one of the best, you, it kind of gets lumped in with, like, Sun and Jin. Oh. <laughs> oh, uh, let me, I'm just trying to think, because if we go... Who else dies? Nikki and Paolo get buried alive, which I think is a great death. I mean, without, um, I mean, I hate that episode, but that is a creepy as that fuck death. Like, whoa. Yeah, that's great. Who else died? Season three, no one. Oh, well, then we got Charlie, which. Oh, again, that's probably the best, isn't it? Yeah, season four. Does anyone die? Charlotte's is pretty unmemorable. Spoiler but... alert to everybody, by the way, just in case you've just <laughs> lost it. <laughs> Listing everyone who dies. Uh, Jax is great. Char- Lox is amazing. Charlotte's is pretty terrible. I don't like Charlotte. Faraday's shit shot about by Charlotte. I really don't like Charlotte at all. No, neither do I. No. Uh, so I'm, I'm not. I'm not sad about her death. Hers is pretty bad as well. Um, Claire sadly lives. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just trying to think who who else really dies. Michael gets the blown up. Um, Michael's is not great, but it's definitely better than than this. Yeah, yeah Sun and Jin is amazing. Oh, Most of the character deaths are amazing in this show, which which makes the bad character deaths stand out even more because. The main character ones are so good. Russo, I wouldn't call a main character, but hers is equally disappointing as this. Um, yeah, this sucks. I felt so robbed. <laughs> I felt so robbed watching it. I felt so robbed now. Like the, the potential of this character. Yeah, and like, yeah, I've said it plenty of times. I, I completely agree. And because I, I'd probably say, go as far as saying that when I was watching this, like when it was on TV, he probably would be my favourite character. And it's just, oh, it, and it just, you lose any impact with anything because it just, the whole episode just feels wasted on it. Like, you know, as much as we 
don't get a Boone flashback episode. At least kind of there's an emotional impact of Boone's death because, I mean, he's really the first to die. Um, but, I mean, you still kind of live with the fact that Boone died and he still comes back and kind of you remember that. Whereas, like, this is it. It's like, boom, he's dead. That's it. You get maybe one more mention of him moving forward and it's kind of, you really got to sit back and think by, what, season five, was Mr. Echo even any purpose of this show? Like, what was the point of yeah. him being in this show? Um, and that's sad because, as you keep saying, he was a fan favorite character. Um, I think th- that storyline of him sort of being this guy who's done things, you know, in his life to kind of for the greater good, but, you know, he's turned into sort of a, a criminal, but then he ends up becoming a, a priest through everything and just through this whole stuff on the island. Like, you know, remember when he was silent for what was it, like 20 odd days because he felt so yeah. guilty for killing these people? Like, there's just so much interesting stuff with him, so many layers and everything, and you basically kill him off like this, and then that's it. It's just, yeah, I kind of got to say, you feel a bit cheated um, through everything, and yeah, cock tease as well. It's, uh, it's just frustrating. I mean, even Charlotte, who I do not like, like, I mean, at the end of the day, who gives a fuck if she's dead or not? Because what did she bring? Who cares? Like, whereas at least with Echo, like, I care enough about this guy that. You know, I, I I would say maybe that out of all the deaths, like to me, it's just the most wasted and just pointless death because it just, ugh, it's just frustrating because Definitely. there's so much here that we could have had extra. And it's, again, we went over the circumstances with him leaving the show. I get it. But at the same time, like I could name other TV shows where the actor wanted out and they still found a way to kind of get a decent conclusion to them. Like, oh, it's just frustrating. I'm angry. Yeah, it's just, it sucks that he left the show, especially with the way Anna Lucia and Libby left, and it just makes that whole plotline of season two just feel, like, wasted. Um, But it's amazing to think that, uh, well, according to Lostpedia, technically we do see him next week. He's a lifeless body. He's last seen. Um, (laughs) He got paid by the union. And it would have been cool to see him in, (laughs) it would have been cool to see him in season six, in the flash sideways, but that but also at that point by season six, he's got no connection to really anyone. Like mm. there's would be no real point at even bringing him in. Um, I would love, we'll never get it. I'd love Damon and Carlton to come out and just tell us what their ultimate plans were for echo and what they were going to do with the character. I think it's very likely he may have become the smoke monster over lock, but who knows? Um, that would have been, but funny. for such a, yeah, I was the sweet monster, but I I love he eagerly, easily had one of the best backstories of any of the characters, including season one characters, and the way they brought him in to answer questions about what happened with the plane and all that from season one just tied in so like the people who say Lost never answers anything, his character just not only was awesome and badass and had a great backstory, but actually answered a lot of the questions about on the island as well. Um, but it's amazing for a character we talked so much about in season two. His total episode count is 21, mm. which is low because we just talked about how Jason was in seven episodes of Lost. <laughs> so it's crazy to think that, like, we still talk about Boom, but I think in a few weeks, even though we both love Miss Echo, we just like when I was watching the show, he would just be quickly forgotten and ultimately not be important at all. And, you know, the writers tried their best with him circumstances but i just i just wish he stayed in the show at least 
if he was going to die, at least die towards the end of season three, and let's get a couple of Echo episodes and show more of his importance. Um, but yeah, let's just to cap off Echo, some trivia. Um, Paolo and Echo are the only ones whose last names have not been revealed, but Tunde was used, which could have been a fake name. Um, Echo, along with Ana Lucia, Nikki, Paolo, Walt, and Michael are the only main characters who didn't get a main character credit in the, the final episode, because hmm. even if they weren't in it, they gave a lot of the main characters credits, which I thought was really cool. Uh, but they were probably very pissed at him, so we're not <laughs> wanting to do that. Uh, as you mentioned, he will show up, but he'll be invisible in Season 4 finale. 16th character to ever have a flashback. Uh, his last words are, You're next. Uh, out of Saeed, Locke, Desmond, Nikki, and Paolo, who all witnessed him die, Desmond is the only one who hasn't died. That's kind of interesting. Hmm. Um, he was killed by the man in black, the monster. Echo's never met Boone. Aww. <laughs> But he did Aww. talk to Bernard on the radio, and boom, uh, he was present there. There's a he never spin-off we want to see. Echo and Echo boom. And boom. Uh, Juliet never met, never met Daniel, Charlotte, Miles, Richard, Ilana, Lapidus, Pierre, Eloise, Penny, and Christian. See, his candidate number was 76, which means he was a candidate, which doesn't fit in with him being killed by the monster. So I guess you need to put your own kind of headcanon to fix that inconsistency. Uh, Echo was the first character to just take a life in the struggle between the survivors and the others. Um, he's in the video game in a flashback. Uh, what else? Echo was killed on day 72. Uh, anything else interesting? I like the, uh, the one about that when he's killed, the path that thrashes him is in the shape of a cross. Mm, that is interesting. And apparently he's on the cover oh. of the Season 6 DVD and Blu-ray, even though he didn't appear in it. Yeah, which is weird, seeing as they didn't give him a credit. But also they put every character on that DVD except for Walt, which still baffles me to this oh, day. Seeing oh, Walt? On <laughs> he was the fifth main character to die. Um, and then a bit of production notes, let's see. Uh, the stick was his idea. <laughs> Uh, Damon Lindelof stated the Echo story arc was originally supposed to last four seasons so if that's true then he would have been killed off or left in season five which I think could be believable I don't see him as a character that would have lived to the end of the show uh, but he didn't like living in Hawaii so he was killed off uh, both Echo and Charlotte both first appeared in the second episode of a the season then die in the fifth episode of the next season Ooh. Uh, equally disappointing as each other uh, Echo would have been another spiritual force on the island, and his plot would have focused around him discovering spirituality. Uh, Lance Reddick was originally considered, and he will appear in the show. Uh, Echo never appeared in the season premiere. And according to Christian, Kristen Dos Santos of E! Online, the writers intended to include Mr. Echo in the series finale, but Triple A's and the producers were unable to come to terms on salary. Which, let's be honest, he could have been in the finale, but he had no business being in that church anyway. So he had no real connection to he most He didn't build characters. it. No. They boarded it up when they saw yeah. him. <laughs> uh, 
so that is the cost of living and Mr. Echo. We loved him in season two. We hated him in season three. And let's be honest, we probably won't talk much about him in the show. Easily one of, one of the darker spots on Lost kind of mythology and mistakes that happen. And it's such a shame because I loved Echo. Um, yeah, I would I would almost go as far as to say he may be my top ten favorite characters on Lost. I don't know. I've never really sat down and thought about ranking them, but... I loved Echo, and I think we had some fun with him with the hello and the radio show and all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, he was I'll, great. I'll miss him. It's sad that we don't really find a way to talk about him. I mean, fuck it. We found ways to talk about Boone into three seasons, and <laughs> he's probably been mentioned in every single episode since, but, yeah, it's because he's Boone. He deserves to be. <laughs> okay, so uh, in terms of questions, I had who is the eye patch guy? Yeah. Um... I mean, Other than that, what did you mean next? by your, your <laughs> next? But I guess that's a question that will never fully be answered. It's more of a kind of... Yeah. I don't think we had anything answered this week, did we? No, why was he building the church? But that wasn't even really a question. I don't think we added that, did we? No. Nope, we did not. Okay. Not much. They've rushed, rushed Echo out of the way. He's gone. So that means the cost of living. Uh, there's some good stuff here. There's some disappointing stuff here. Where are you going to put the cost of living? Uh, another rent. Um, I have this lower than last week, apparently. Um, oh, really? And, and lower than the glass ballerina. Really? Oh. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think at the end of the day, I probably would agree with my own self there. I just like... I think it just—I just feel cheated, as I said. Like, I just—I mean, there is definitely some good stuff in here, but uh, I just—I just feel so disappointed that this is it. This is Echo. He's yeah. down, and that's kind of where I get it so low. So I have this at forty-fifth out of fifty-four. Oh, wow. I have this below dot 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 and found, and just above the moth. So, <laughs> oh. wow, that's probably yeah. correct. Um, I'm with you. It's just so disappointing. It's hard not to be sour about this episode. Um, but it's funny because if you asked me before we started this, before I rewatched it, where would I do it? I would have said bye because I always thought of the first six episodes, this and the premiere as kind of the better one. And I guess I was just thinking that because there was a character death and the flashbacks half decent. Uh, but yeah, after analyzing it and watching it again, just so disappointed with Triple A's performance and everything that happened, but. God, there is some great stuff with the machete and with Yemi, Man in Black, and Echo face-to-face. You talk to me as if I'm your brother. Stuff like that is amazing. We get to see the Pearl again, which is cool. Uh, so I'll give it a rent. It's like a mid-rent. Um, I would have bought it, but yeah, watching it now, it's, it's not amazing episode of Lost, but there's enough in there compared to the last two weeks, I think, for me. So sad for Echo, but... Give me a rent for that one. Okay, Which, I will do exactly It's not that. a good track record for season three. Well, you're the so only far. one who's bought one this season. <laughs> you bought the premiere. The I haven't bought an episode this season yet. I have a feeling in two weeks you'll have buy an episode. I have a feeling next week you won't. Next week is <laughs> I do. And Kate's episodes are notorious for being bad. And these six episodes are notorious for being bad. So combine the two, and we've got I do. Uh, let's bring in Nathan Fillion and let's have Kate getting married in a flashback. Um, 
Yeah, there's some good stuff, the ending and some of the stuff in this episode, but I will be glad to say goodbye to the bear cages after this. Uh, but we get some bear cage sex next week, so I do is not a great episode, but I'll just be happy to be done with this kind of arc of the show and move into some of the, the really meaty good stuff of season three. And didn't wasn't there like a long break after this as well <laughs> like it's kind of like yeah, they got this themselves... is the last episode before a big break um yeah like i haven't rewatched this yet but yeah i remember nathan Fillion. uh the fact that there's sex in next week's episode um and then we kind of get that famous jack like damn it kate run um yeah, that's some of that stuff will be good but i mean look i i'm more of a fan of kate than you are but um like, it's kind of pointless. Do we really care that she was married at one point? I know it was mentioned, wasn't it, in an episode already, but, ooh, like, we need to we find out. Mm. And, and, and I wonder if next week, we'll have to watch carefully, I wonder if this is what Evangeline Lilly would, was complaining. Well, we've had a few things recently. already this season. There's been at least three <laughs> moments this season, so... <laughs> Keep a tally as we go along with the show. Like, <laughs> what was Evangeline Lily complaining? How did they mess with Evangeline Lily on the show? If we ever get We're her on the show, uh, first question, Evangeline. Um, which bit did you whinge about in the first six episodes? <laughs> Was it this, 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 this? Well, I thought those the other yeah. two were very artistic, but when they asked me to get <laughs> changed in front of Mister Friendly, no, I never change in front of a gay man. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I do. I'll just say I do not look forward to it, but, um, yeah, it's coming. Let's get it done with. There's some good stuff compared to episode three this season, which will be my new reference point. It will be my new whatever the case may be, uh, or fire and water, fire plus water. Uh, so stay tuned. If you're a big fan of next week, don't get too discouraged. We're going to have some fun. Um, so, yeah, please let us know what you thought about this episode. Like our social medias, please interact with us. Let us know what you thought about our episode, about the next episode, the last episode. And until next time, my name is Noah, and Ben, you speak to me as if I was your friend. I wish I had a friend. My name is Ben, and mind if I eat? Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.